Support for Real Pink comes from Genentech, a member of the Roche Group, who pursues groundbreaking science to discover and develop medicines for people with breast cancer. Learn more at gene.com. That's G-E-N-E.com. From Susan G. Komen, this is Real Pink, a podcast exploring real stories, struggles, and triumphs related to breast cancer. We're taking the conversation from the doctor's office to your living room. Hi, and welcome to Real Pink. Today, we have a special episode for you. We are going to talk about COVID-19 and how it relates to the breast cancer community, how you can stay safe, and what you need to know, and where you can go for more information. So, On the show today, I have Susan Brown, who is the Senior Director of Education and Patient Support at Susan G. Komen. Susan, welcome to the show. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. Well, I'm really excited to talk to you. I really appreciate you coming on the show and and just talking to us about some practical things that patients can be thinking about. Before we dive in, tell us a little more about yourself. Okay, well, my name is Susan Brown, and I am Senior Director of Education and Patient Support at Komen. I oversee the breast cancer information that is associated with Komen. So I oversee the website content. We have a Komen breast care helpline, a clinical trial information helpline. And our aim is really to empower people with information that they need as they're making breast care decisions for themselves and as they advocate for others. So you're the perfect person to talk to about COVID-19 because you're the person that empowers people with information and that's what you're going to do for us today. I'm going to try. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, that's going to be great. So let's just dive right in. Question number one, what can breast cancer patients do to lower coronavirus risk and what are some preventative measures? Pretty much what patients have been hearing from others, but first and foremost is wash your hands, wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. I think 20 seconds is a long time when I'm washing my hands. So singing that happy birthday song three twice is yeah. how that'll or get us ABCs, to ABCs, right? Is that another option, sing the ABCs or, twice? Or ABCs. That, either yeah. one should get us to that 20 second mark. I like that. I like that. I'm, I like the ABCs. It's, it keeps me on point. <laughs> so, so that's great. All right. Any, any other advice? If you don't have access to soap and water, use hand sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol and make sure you cover all the surfaces of your hands with the sanitizer and rub them together until they feel dry. Yeah, I think that's, that's one thing that's critical too about hand washing and hand sanitizers, cover all of your hands with it, wash all of your hands, right? That's right, absolutely. Okay. And ask visitors to your home to do the same thing, ask them to wash their hands and use sanitizer when they arrive. Okay, any other preventative measures that come to mind? Oh, again, what you've already heard, that clean and disinfect surfaces uh, with regular household cleaning spray and wipes often, especially places that people touch often, um, door handles, faucets, countertops, phones, touchscreens, tablets, keyboards. Um, really important to keep those things, those services clean. Yeah, and I think people learning. don't realize how dirty their phones and tablets actually are. So that's pretty important to clean those on a regular basis, right? Absolutely. Clean them regularly. And, and what about masks? I mean, you know, we, obviously masks are all the rage now, but you know, what I've, from what I've heard and what I've read, they don't really help prevent. But if there's somebody that has it, maybe they should wear a mask to sort of keep those germs you know, not as airborne. Is that correct? That's exactly what we're hearing, that there are certain masks that are 
intended for people who are sick uh, to prevent that the spreading of um, prevent the spreading of the virus to others. And we're hearing that other uh, masks for prevention really are effective as they don't provide that barrier to the virus. Okay. Okay. So that's great. That's important for, I think, preventative measures. And I think we're talking about, I do want to frame this up too. So we're talking about preventative measures for people that are, that are fighting breast cancer because they are, you know, immune compromised. Is that, is that right? Right. There are certain patients in active treatment with chemotherapy or immunotherapy who may be at higher risk for more severe illness due to the effect of those treatments, just as you said, on the immune system or those with metastatic breast cancer as well. So it's important right. for these people to be really extra vigilant. Okay. And, and I think maybe we'd also add as far as preventative measures, you know, we talked about cleaning measures, but also just quarantining measures, right? Being sure that you're home, you're not with large groups of people, you're not around other people that have been around large groups of people, things like that, right? Absolutely. Avoiding exposure, limiting contact with people who were sick or have maybe been exposed and really aren't even sick mm-hmm. uh, or don't seem sick. Uh, use social distancing. That's kind of a new term for some of us that we started hearing last week. Right. Uh, you know, staying six feet away from others. So, you know, avoid shaking hands, hugging, sitting too close to others, just being out in crowds. And, you know, these uh, precautions are really important for caregivers and everyone in the household. So mm-hmm. it's important for them to protect themselves so they can in turn protect that person with breast cancer. That's right. That's right. So, Next question, what should survivors who think they have symptoms do? What's their next step? One, stay home. And right. two is to contact their doctor if they think that they have any of the symptoms, if they have fever, shortness of breath, cough, or, it, or if they think they're sick in any way. And of course, then again, what we've heard again and again is if you're coughing and sneezing, cough into your elbow or a tissue, Dispose of that tissue in a trash can yourself and then wash your hands. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's smart. Also, I think monitoring temperature, monitoring fever, and and looking to make sure that, you know, your symptoms actually do match up with the COVID-19 symptoms, right? Because it could be that you're sick with something completely different. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, and, And next, so where can patients go if they need more information? Where's a good starting point? So they can come to Komen.org. We are linking to the CDC website to keep current on updates as they occur. Um, They can also call the Komen Breast Care Helpline. The number for the Komen Breast Care Helpline is 1-877-GO-KOMEN-465-6636. I love that. 1-877-GO-KOMEN. And then finally, they can get news from their local authorities or their public health officials to learn of new restrictions, precautions, uh, community actions that are being taken locally to reduce the risk of exposure. Mm. And as we all know, this is a rapidly evolving situation and we're hearing updates sometimes multiple times a day. So keeping in touch, um, understand what's going on locally is important. And I I would maybe add to that, following the Komen social properties would be really helpful as they begin to, you know, post out information and updates and things like that that are, that are, forthcoming, uh, that would probably be a good idea as well, right? Exactly. We do hope you're following us on all of our be a follower. Channels. That'd be great. Absolutely. Be a follower and, and, and a share. <laughs> and a share. That's right. Retweet, you know, repost. That's right. Uh, give out That's links right. and information. I mean, help your community. This is a great time for us to be socially aware 
and to connect and help one another uh, in kind of the digital space. So Absolutely. Well, uh, Susan, what other tips do you have that you'd like to share with the breast cancer community? So I think one is to be prepared if you're going in for treatment. Uh, call first to make sure you should keep that appointment and to learn of any new restrictions. Uh, we're hearing that uh, visitors are being restricted to perhaps only one where more than one could have uh, accompanied you to treatment uh, in the past. So knowing right. in advance can help you pay, prepare for this change if it is a change. Planning for social isolation due to either self-quarantine or social distancing is really important. Keep in contact with others by phone, email, or through social media. Mm -hmm. Be deliberate about this because social support has many benefits for those with cancer. Yes. Um, most benefits include a reducing anxiety and stress, depression, fatigue, the ability to help cope with stress better, to improve mood. So there are some real evidence-based benefits for social support. And yeah. so that's really important for those with breast cancer to remember during these times. And, and if I can make a recommendation on that as well, from a social support perspective, maybe consider video chats. Maybe you're not as comfortable with video chats, not something you've done, but consider FaceTime or Skype or could potentially look at Zoom or Google Hangouts because there is something valuable about looking at another person as you're communicating. It's, it's not as isolating. It, 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 you know, it really is helpful. So really consider that as, as a means for communication. Totally couldn't agree more. Great suggestions. Okay. And, uh, and any other final thoughts or final tips you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, the other thing I think is to try to plan in advance uh, in regard to getting medication, food, and other necessities without going out yourself. So you yep. can consider refills by mail or food delivery or ask a family uh, member or a friend to pick things up for you. Or if that isn't possible, to go out when the crowds are less likely. Yes. Uh, yes. Go we, out first thing in the morning, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. We've had an increase in the number of calls to our helpline uh, from people just experiencing general health anxiety. So the help, the Comet helpline is open to provide information and psychosocial support and to help callers or those who reach out with coping strategies related to anxiety or all kinds of concerns that people have during this time. Yeah, that's right. You know, and one thing I'll also mention is I have noticed more and more Facebook groups popping up to support local communities. And so if you are an isolated individual, there very well may be a Facebook group out there that could help to support you, maybe even to the point of running to pick up a loaf of bread and leave it on your front door or something like that. So, so it might be worth looking into that as well. Absolutely. That's neighborhood groups or small community groups can be very, very helpful during this time. Yeah. Well, Susan, this has been really informative, really helpful. You're fantastic. I really appreciate the work that you're doing in putting out great information for Susan G. Komen. Thank you for such great work. And thank you for joining me on the show. Thank you so much. It's been All my right. pleasure. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Real Pink, a weekly podcast by Susan G. Komen. For more episodes, visit realpink.komen.org. And for more on breast cancer, visit komen.org. Make sure to check out at Susan G. Komen on social media. I'm your host, Adam. You can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker or on my blog, adamjwalker.com. Thanks to Genentech for supporting Real Pink. To find out more about Genentech's latest advancements, visit gene.com. That's G-E-N-E dot -E com.